Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. My name is Sergio. Let me, do, let me introduce to you the, the, the Motley AC crew. I've got Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the AC Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Hi. <laughs> Good morning, world. All right, I've got the earthworm himself, Andrew. Earthworm, Mackie from Max Fish Reports, Western Outdoor News, and IGFA. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. And our dear friend, the director of the Penn Fishing University, Mr. Steve Carson. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, guys. And today we are very, very pleased uh, to have in studio... This guy's not a friend. He's a family member, okay? And uh, stress on the word member. You like that? Yeah, member. <laughs> <laughs> nah, none other than Captain Rick Scott, owner-operator of the Ocean Odyssey. Without a doubt, Angler Chronicles flagship in San Diego. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, everyone. And we want to talk to you, okay, because things are heating up. But before that, we like to take a very quick look at freshwater and so um today he actually has double duty rick he's like we call him earthworm but he's like a bloodworm right now okay because it's freshwater so um i bet he's up in big bear with a bow in his hand i think he's i think he's in bed right now okay so earthworm give me a quick rundown Uh of what's going on uh freshwater yeah, definitely. So, so Rick, Rick kind of hit that one right there. I'm actually gonna be on my way to Big Bear. So, let's get through freshwater. San Bernardino County. Uh, there was a lot of trout stocked uh, this week. Uh, you got Big Bear Lake, Arrow Bear, Green Valley Lake, Gregory Lake, Jinx Lake, and Santa Ana River. The stream mm-hmm. stocked with trout. So there's still a lot of options for trout. If you're looking for, you know, uh, to soak a line there, um, typically what you're going to do in Big Bear, for instance, go down there by the dam, go by the Red House, go by Juniper Point, uh, have a Carolina rig, two-foot uh, two leader, either soaking power bait or inflated night crawlers have been taken. Um, also, if you're on a boat, uh, trolling has been working as well, uh, getting a bigger hold over fish. Um, you know, in the deeper water. Uh, right now, also, the bass, you can get bass at Big Bear. They're biting pretty well. Uh, they're going to be around the dock, any kind of structure, um, you know, in those areas. And then, of course, you know, up there, the uh, the carp are biting, like, on arrows, and that's, like, their number one bait. So. 
It's been very, very good over there. If you're going to be fishing Green Valley Lake, go down the hill just a little bit. Green Valley, uh, they've been getting them over by the ballpark. Uh, same setup, you know, same thing, um, you know, soaking bait. Uh, these ones I've heard of orange mouse tails, uh, they're also getting bit. Um, same thing, two, a two-foot leader thrown out that way. Now, from there, if you're going to go up to the, the eastern Sierras area, uh, you have uh, Bishop Creek. Owens River and Pleasant Valley Reservoir are stocking uh, this week from the state. Um, that's going to be a little bit different. If we're going to fish in Bishop Creek, what I would do is get a, a, a gold, golden black, uh, uh, Thomas Bland, something that's thin, something that's shiny. You know, find the pool. Try to sneak up on these pools, too, because these fish, once they see you come up, they get a little spooky and they try to hide. So if you sneak up on a pool, on one of these pools, throw past the area, bring it through real slow, you'll get hit that way. And then, of course, you know, salmon eggs will get bit, um, you know, a, a night crawler, stuff like that. Um, from there, you can go up to Mono Lake. Uh, Mono Lake, uh, the Twin Lake up there in Bridgeport, they got stocked this week. You got Robinson Creek, um, uh, Crawley Lake. So it's been, it's, there's a lot of options for trout. Uh, Crawley right now, uh, they're getting pretty much all, all the species that are in there are biting. We've got rainbow trout, brown trout, and cutthroat um, are all showing up. And then also you have the Sacramento perch um, that are starting to be caught as well. Um, I know that they're getting those on, uh, on inflated night crawlers and then uh, small, you know, small lures as well. So that's pretty much for trout. If you're looking for the catfish, uh, catfish right now, San Ana River Lakes had a double stocking, which means they had two trucks come in, one truck, of all the catchable size in like the the two pound range, a full truck dedicated to that. So they actually went to different locations on the lake, stocked them, so they you know got the fish moving around. And then their second truck had nothing but six to ten pound catfish, a full truck with they call them the trophy size fish. And these fish, when they put them in, anglers were catching them yesterday. They were biting, soaking mackerel dipped in the bite on, soaked. You know, night collars were getting bit. Basically anything, any kind of uh, soaking bait uh, got bit, but the attractants were really helping a lot, especially that, that bite on Cajun. You know, anything dipped in that is, is producing as well. So that's the catfish. Now, we're going to go from there and go to a place that a lot of catfish were caught. And we spent the entire weekend over there. Mm-hmm. And this place, there were hundreds of fish. Now, I'm not exaggerating when I say hundreds. I mean, there was teams that reported some. I think I talked to one team. They said they caught 28 catfish on the first day, and along with 15 to 20 vipers the first day. And where, where could I be talking about, Sergio? We're talking about Lake Gelson or Baby. <clears throat> hmm Yeah, that, that, derby, that derby was insane. I mean, of all the years I've been there, this was probably the most fish I would say caught, and the quality was there. I mean, average average catfish was between two to four pounds. You know, there's a couple bigger ones caught. I mean, how, how do you even how do you even talk about something that's so insane? Like we were live on the radio last week when the biggest fish of the tournament comes up for the Bob McGee, you know, hundred dollar catfish, you know, prize came up, and that was over ten pounds. A 10-pound cat caught within the first 
15 minutes of the boats being released. Well, well let's, let's go back to that. I mean, we did our uh, radio show live from the dock there at the Bobber in Lake Elsinore as this event is going. You know, the, the lines in the water at 6 a.m. or the, the, the launches at 6, 6.15, the two flights. And um, by the before the 7 o'clock closing of the show, we had somebody come up wanting to weigh their fish, okay? Because there was the first catfish uh, gets the $100 gift certificate. So we have Bob McGee, the mayor, still on the radio show, okay? And he's able to give the award out during the radio show. That was that's had to be the fastest turnaround, and it was a 10.2-pound catfish, so it wasn't that bad, right? Yeah, it was. It, that was, I mean, it was insane. And what's cool about it, the team that caught that catfish, uh, that was the biggest catfish caught day one. That same team stuck it out all day for day two and were able to catch the biggest catfish for day two as well. So that team, I mean, they cleaned house. They, I mean, they, they were, uh, their team name was the Dingy Boys. Mm-hmm. And, and this, I mean, they, you know, we always say, you know, oh, there's, there's 15,000, you know, uh, of cash and prizes. You know, we talk about this all the time. This team took home, I, I think, I think we add it is somewhere around four thousand dollars. I think three thousand to four thousand. Just a little bit cash. over, yeah, a little bit over that. Mm-hmm. You're right. We're catching two fish. Yeah, exactly. Fish. That, that, that's how crazy it is, and it's like there's so many fish caught. I mean, so many people that you know we had over was it forty something teams that were there, and everybody, everybody was was flaying fish. And you know, there's this one team that was wearing purple shirts. They they were called uh, uh, what? What's the name of their team, Sergio? Angler Angels. Uh huh. Angler Angels. Rhonda. Mm-hmm. I seen pictures, and she had full stringers with her and Mike. Full mm-hmm. stringers with that. Yeah. So I just want to. Well, let's do this. You know, Rhonda asked me to say uh, welcome to the team, the new Angler Angel, Mike Howell. Okay, he's a new angel. You like that, Ron? We got a new angel. Well, I could. I never mind. Yes, he's. I didn't say Victoria Angel. Yes. I said. I said uh, Angler. He, he angel. is an angel. Yes. No, he was really good. I mean, uh, um, they got along just. Gr- I mean, great. They had a a good team going, and I mean, they were catching dozens of fish each day. They were able to keep their stringer on board. Oh my God! And I mean, and the stringers. Uh, wait until you guys see the episode that's coming out. We were able to film this, and I, you know, I, I figured you know one or two fish when they said they were doing really well, and when they pull up and they had both days. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Andrew, first day you were with me you saw that stringer uh-huh. the second day the stringer was twice as big okay and they had yeah. w- with you we they must have eight or ten fish on okay on the stringer i mean they 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 didn't get one good enough for the top three spots but they had plenty of fish you know catching fish was not a a, a big to do here i would tell you hundreds of catfish were caught and hundreds of carp were caught. Uh, we didn't see any wipers. We didn't see any uh, largemouth bass. But I think it's because the catfish and the carp were so wide open. Okay, so yeah. Uh, so, what definitely what I noticed too, when you know when we were cruising around there on the boat, was that a lot of these, you know, where the bass usually hang out, where the wipers usually hang out, the carp were spawning. Mm-hmm. So having thousands of carp spawning, I'm sure it's it spooked everything off their normal you know, the normal areas. So they were probably just deeper, but 
I noticed that all the uh, that these anglers are having so much fun catching these carp and the catfish that n- nobody really fish deep. I mean, you know, in out there towards the middle or what we like to call mid lake. Well, you know um, what? You, you didn't know, have to because I mean, think about it. To go deep, you got to wait for that bait to get down there. It takes a longer time to fish. You didn't have to. You were fishing in four. Four foot, five feet of water, and it was all you wanted. All right, listen, hang on yep. tight there, Earthworm. We're going to take a short break here. When we come back, we'll continue and wrap up the salt water. And then we'll uh, talk about uh, Steve just got back from his three-day. He'll give us a rundown on that. We'll talk about our Fireman's Fish Off, Bay of LA, Tuna Wars, uh, Taco Tuesday, a whole bunch of stuff coming up. You're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30K LAA. We'll be right back. Radio. AMA 30. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 30. Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. This is Angler Chronicles. And I let that play a little bit longer because it's been a long time since I asked the earthworm. Hey, uh, Andrew, who is that? That is definitely Elvis. Elvis Presley, exactly. All right, that was none other than... Go ahead, Ron, tell him. A little lead, lead in the way. We use it all the time, Led Zeppelin. Baby. And how did they get their name? A stairway to heaven. No, it they was got the, the, the blimps. I mean, the, the, right. So they were. They had a different name when they were coming up. Right. And Steve, you're better at this. But the story that I got was, they were in a bar, um, just playing, and some agent was there, and he goes, "Yeah, no, you guys are going to go down like a Led Zeppelin." 
and um, you know that's that English humor, and they they liked it. They changed, they took the A out of uh, lead, and also spelled Zeppelin different. And there you go, Led Zeppelin. So. Well, yeah, and, and and their previous name, they they were an incarnation of a previous pretty successful group called the Yardbirds, and they were a very very short time called the New Yardbirds before that 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 other name was invoked. There you, I knew Steve would know. See, that's that great stuff. All right, well, listen, let's, let's go ahead and wrap it up, uh, Andrew. Uh, Lake Elsinore was simply um, a great thing. Ron, uh, notable weigh-ins. Yeah, that first fish early in the morning, 10.2 pounds. You know, I, I, I honestly did not think that would hold up for the whole day because we've, you know, even though it's, the fishing had been tough for some other times, we've had, you know, the 11, 12, 13 pounders brought in, but... Um, and then, then they t- t- turn around, backed it up with a, you know, almost an eight pounder, a seven point seven two pound, and, and just, um, hey, they knew what they were doing, and uh, they held up, and it was pretty impressive, actually. I, I was impressed with how many stringers uh, a full. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it, even though these people could only uh, weigh in one fish, we don't let them come and weigh them all. It's just you just you pick the biggest one that you only get a chance to weigh one per day. Um, it was consistent size. I would say the average was three to five pounds. A yep. um, couple of fish that they, you know, creeped up in the six, sevens, eights. Um, unfortunately, there was an eight, but there was a ten-pound call, so that took the day one. Day two was seven point seven eight, I think it was. And the funny thing is, the guys that won day one also won day two. And I guess they said they were in a different area. They wanted to try something different. Um, Team Sippy Cup didn't get the catfish, but they got the carp. They got the carp. So um, this one goes out to Rick and Judy. Rick, brah, you gotta see. That's what happens when you when you end up on the on the cover of Fish Taco Chronicles with a forty plus pound catfish. That just ruins you. So you came out to this tournament, and now you're known as the Carp King. How's that? Okay, so I do want to thank Rick and Judy, uh, Judith. They're, they're wonderful people. Love to have them at these tournaments. I want to thank everybody that came out. We had a lot of teams, a lot of people. Some of the people that we need to thank is Carna the Teresa. They provide the chicken and the brockwurst. Uh, I want to thank the casino. Okay, the casino was just simply an unbelievable host. I want to thank everybody at the Lake Elsinore City Hall. Um, they made sure everything went um, went went well. Okay, without a hitch, um, they bent over backwards for us. I want to thank um, Councilman Bob McGee. He came out. He thought he was only going to be in there for a segment. I had him for almost the entire show. We we just having a, a blast. Um, let's see. I want to thank uh, J.T. Reynolds. Okay, they provided not only the um, the boat that I was in. They also provided a pontoon. And something I had never done, Rick, you're not going to believe this. I had never been on a jet ski or a sea doo ever. That's probably and, a good thing. Well, they put me on one, okay? And I got to tell you, I was very respectful when I, I didn't know what to expect. When I actually gave it throttle, we were moving. And um, so I promised myself, I did some of that for, because John wanted to film this, put it on the film. I'm going to go back. Just to do that, yep. okay. I had so much fun. I wanted to get airborne so bad, but he had that drone in my face almost where I couldn't jump up. Okay, so um, did they get the crash on film? 
No, I never crashed. You never did. But I'll tell you what, I almost got arrested. Okay, because I thought I had cleared the zone, the no-wake zone, but apparently not. And the sheriff just came at me with the lights and the whole bit, yelled at me, what are you doing? Well, I didn't realize the drone was still up in the air. That was good stuff. But anyway, so I want to thank J.T. Reynolds. I want to thank uh, Turner's Accurate. Um, let's see who else. Um, uh, Roxanne, who uh, Roxanne puts the, all the stuff behind yeah, the scenes away from William. Great raffle. Yes. Okay, there were TVs given away. So much Yeti uh, stuff. Um, I think he said there was like 15 or 16 rods. Uh, maybe about 10 or 15 reels were, 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 were given away. So it was a really good weekend. I want to again want to thank everybody that came out and participated. Ron, um, Andrew, and Tony. Now Tony's not here; he's in Rhode Island, so he gets a pass today. Okay, but um, he could have called in. Huh? What's he doing in Rhode Island? I don't know. He's probably researching a new scent for Biden. A new breed. Yeah, maybe he's doing a huh. a crab smell. How's that? Okay. So, but anyway, I want to thank uh, Andrew and and Tony and Ron. Uh, you guys did a fantastic job, you know, because, I mean, I'm, a, I'm out there running around getting the um, the footage from the other boats and stuff, but you guys were handling all the weigh-ins, all that stuff, and I appreciate that. I think it went pretty much without any hiccups whatsoever, huh? Until the power went down and I didn't Oh, that's right. Yeah, the, oh, and the sprinkler came on. And the sprinklers came on. It yeah. Was, that was great. They set, up, uh, set you up on the grass and the sprinkler came on. That was good. But anyway, it was great. Rhonda's still talking about it. Oh, I want to thank Oliver. I mean, yes, and, and Steve. Oh, Carson, you have no idea what you've done. Uh, Rhonda received from uh, Penn a pink, uh, what is it called? A Penn Passion. So there are two spinning uh, reels. Uh, I will tell you this, Rick. One of them is going to show up on the day and a half, two day, and a, two and a half day. Okay, um, she has a four thousand that could probably do it, and she got she has a twenty five hundred, and we, and it's they have like a pink accent throughout the reel. So I guess Steve, you and Oliver, I guess we're talking. Next thing you know, Oliver says, "I made her two new rods, and they're pink." And they were. I thought it'd be a little bit, huh? But they look pretty cool. Yep. So she now has a pink rod that matches her reel. I could not find pink, um, a pink line. So I, I I opted for white. But I'm gonna go out, go searching for pink fluorocarbon. There's, I mean, uh, there is pink. Spectrum. Um, does it, it does exist. You'll find it. You just gotta work a little bit at it. Yes, it does exist. Um, Trying to remember who it was. Okay, well, listen, uh, I got some breaking. I've got to go to this. Everybody, hang on tight. Go, Leilani, as soon as you can. Uh, all right, he's on. I've got none other than Captain TJ on the El Dorado. Oh, cool. Good morning, TJ. Good morning. Hey, guys, good morning. What's happening? Good. Where are you? Ah, uh, sitting on the bridge of the El Dorado at San Nicolas Island. Oh, very good. Very good. Good choice there, my friend. Good choice. All right. Uh, what's yeah. the what's the game plan for today? Uh, we're fishing exotics here this morning, probably for the next couple of hours, and going to probably do some halibut drifts, and then uh, load the bags uh, on our way home type deal. That's uh, the game plan for today. So, well, first of all, sitting, uh, here on the currently sitting here on the east end, uh, got about ten knots of breeze, uh, sixty degree water temp, got a few marks on the meters. Live squid in the tank, so everything's looking good for us. It's just a matter of do they want to play. 
Mo, listen, I, be, before we go any further, I want to thank you for your uh, participation and your support of the fire department fish off we just did. We just did the 24th annual. Okay, next year is going to be a really big year. Uh, thank you for accommodating myself and uh, Oliver Solis from Fishing Syndicate, uh, Ben Seacrest from Accurate, and my own John. Uh, you know, filming there. Um, I know we're not easy sometimes with some of the, the things we ask you to do. Can you chase that drunk? Can you do this and do that? But I want to thank you for making uh, the El Dorado our favorite platform in the L.A. Basin. So uh, thank you for that. And thank you for uh, taking these firemen out. You know, the the weather was oh, uh, not bad, not great, not bad. Uh, the fishing, wow. None of the boats were, did well, um, but we had a great time, TJ. And I always say this, and you're old school like I am. You can't guarantee the fishing, but you can guarantee the service. And that's the one thing we got. You know, your deckhands are a great, great bunch of guys. Uh, Brian in the galley is a staple. Butch is your second ticket. Is always a riot. So I uh, just want to thank you for um, creating a nice little platform for this event. Yeah, like I say, you know, we, we base ourselves on taking care of the things we can control. The platform, customer service, the attitude and the temperament on the boat. Um, you know, we, we try to care for those. Fishing? Fishing is the variable. We can't control the fishing. We can't control the weather. Um, you know, most of the time we deal with it. Some days are really great. Some days are not. Um, you know, I say, but the main thing is to enjoy your time on the water, and that's what it's about. Yeah, and I want to make a clarification that this was not uh, a captain issue. This was an upper, uh, let's see, the angler issue, because we hooked six fish, okay, that should have been on the boat, and we lost every single one. So it was not lack of not finding them. Your job was done. The angler has to bring them in. And um, I've got uh, Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey in studio here, and he's grinning and shaking his head. I mean, how many times have you seen that with all that stuff down in San Diego? Daily. <laughs> yeah. So, TJ, uh, I, I just wish I would have gotten up. If I would have gotten up 15 minutes earlier, I would have been ready. Okay? But I got up as all the fish were already hooked, and um, then they only wanted to buy the dropper loop. I had, I had a sliding egg sinker set up. And by the time I got in the water, it was all done. Anyway, TJ, I'm going to commercial. Can you hang or do you want yeah, to go? I'm here. All right. You know, hang hang out with me while we go through this uh, commercial. We'll come back and close it up with you, okay? All right. Sounds all right, good. Hang on tight. Folks, you're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. We'll be right back. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. 
Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AM 830. A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. Uh, welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AMA 30. And as we went to break, we were talking to TJ from the El Dorado. Captain, go ahead and finish up. I know you said you were at uh, San Nicolas Island. And thank you again for a great, great experience. And thank you for helping us raise money for the Grossman Burn Center and so many other burn victims that they deal with. Um, we had the, the lady Mont. Mont- Monty, yeah. I think it was her name, and we were able to give her a, th- a check for three thousand dollars to help her uh, with her burn. She had n- over ninety percent, ninety percent of her body, and um, it's a sad story. But um, you know, yeah. she went down to her uncle's restaurant. She was down below the restaurant, and um, uh, one of the uh, propane tanks exploded. Oh yeah, so she's lucky to be alive, and uh, with the help of all our firefighters. And I always say this: I mean, these guys not only save you. Okay, put out fires, but then they're raising money for you because they have their own insurance uh, and their own groups that take care of them. But they're doing that much more. So uh, next time you see a first responder, whether it be police or whether it be firefighters, you make sure you say thank you. Okay, because they they do some amazing stuff. Uh, They're not all 100 percent cool, but nobody is. Okay, but the majority are. Okay, so just remember to thank us. So so TJ, I want to thank you for providing that platform. It was fantastic. Yeah, like I said, it's uh, it's a great cause. You know, it started out, you know, twenty, like I said, twenty four years ago. You know, it was uh, uh, just a friendly competition between LA City and LA County. I used to carry the LA County guys on the boat, and uh, Andy Ruiz, one of the LA City guys, saw them, and it started this uh, competition between the departments, and it has evolved over the last 20, 30, 24 years here into so much more. You know, between multiple departments and agencies and 
you know, the Quest Burn Center and, you know, everybody that gets involved, all the sponsors, Angler Chronicles, you know, Avid. Um, you know, we, we put on a big uh, fundraiser. It's a great charity event, and it's uh, no no big deal out of my pocket, you know, to, to donate the boat and let these guys have a day on the water to raise money for such a great cause. So yeah, and I, the fishing I... was a little bit better. I mean, we went out and we, we hooked six, you know, we hooked six exotics, and we saw we saw a couple of them, but they just didn't make it on the boat, but... You know, that is, uh, that's fishing, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, but like I said, you can't control that, but you can control the service. All right, so listen, um, you're at Nick. Um, give, uh, you know, maybe one or two setups that you would tell people as a tip to come prepared with. So we're rigging up in the dark here. We're fishing dropper loop, which is about an 8-ounce torpedo sinker, um, and we're using 2-aught and 4-aught hooks uh, in wide squid currently. Um, once we get to daylight hours sitting here where we're sitting, we're going to switch over to the sliding sinker outfit. Um, we're recommending three-quarters of an ounce, also fishing the two-out and four-out hooks. Uh, 25 to 30-pound test line starting. Uh, a lot of people are rigging up with a uh, liter of fluorocarbon, but uh, we're fishing basically 25 to 30-pound rigs, uh, sliding sinkers in the daylight, and dropper loops here in the dark. All right, well, and, listen. Uh, the, afternoon, the afternoon, we're going to slide out to deeper water. Uh, Nick is in the Calcon Conservation Area, so 240 feet maximum. So we recommend about 10 ounces of weight. Um, we will fish on the, the 240 side there and fish for our reds and, and our miscellaneouses. And up in the shallows, we'll fish the sheephead and the whitefish, but pretty much a drop of loop fishing for that and 10 ounces of weight with two out and four out hooks. Listen, we've had some amazing, amazing days and trips to Nick with you, and uh, we love that. You know, that's what Ron calls the shallow water. That means I don't have to bring my electric reel for that. That's, I, I like that. Why well, your it, thumb it, is now in shape? Well, you, you know, people don't realize, but I do thumb push-ups. Okay, because I got to press that button. I mean, you know how bad it got us. And I was on the center console, and we were fishing in 700 feet. And because um, William wanted to practice a slow pitch jig, I said, You go right ahead. Took him a 700. I'm not doing that. So I put, you know, send it all the way to the bottom and I get hooked. I got a fish on. And so I put it in gear and I stuck it in the rod holder. Okay. And if it's doing its whole thing, and I just walked over and I got, got myself my Coke, I had some. some Oh, that sounds bad. My diet Coke, okay, he's taking a drink, and, and William's just huffing and puffing. He goes, what are you doing? I go, I'm catching a fish. Look. You know, and he I, he had some choice words for me. But, you know, 240, that's that's Ron depth, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Well, you know, it's something that just... Um, Rock Cod Ron. That's yeah, what we call him now, Rock Cod Ron. So, uh, uh, yeah, I love rock fishing. I really do. I just, I love ling cod, and I love, you know, big reds and... It's it's fun, but well, you like red. You're always you, in red. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, TJ. Uh, how do people get on the uh, El Dorado? What's the best way? Uh, so we have a couple options. You can contact Long Beach Sport Fishing through the website at longbeachsportfishing.com. Uh, you can reach us on our Facebook page at El Dorado Sport Fishing. You can also reach us through our uh, our webpage, eldorado.com. Um, you can call the landing five six two four thirty two eighty nine ninety three. The Iceman Steve is there to answer the phones. So lots of different ways to make a reservation. Our schedule for the month of June is already up. Um, we're uh, still fishing one-day trips at this point, um, you know, waiting for the fish to kind of get with it here. We've had some yellowtail move in on kelps. We've had the, the bluefin kind of come across the border up into our area. And, you know, it's uh, starting to look better and better as the season's getting rolling here. So we're just uh, hoping something will stick here and we can, we can get it off the ground here. 
Oh yeah, I, I, listen, it's going to be a, I think a pretty good season here. It's just a matter of letting this thing settle down. People forget we had a lot of storms, a lot of, a lot of things have happened. I mean, on the coast, I didn't notice on the way in or the way out, but I remember a little red tide going on from Dana coming up the line. So there's a lot of, lot of things going on. But uh, again, thank you for everything you do for us and everything that you do for um, for the industry itself. And 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 thank you for the firemen. Okay, I want to mention, you know, since you made the firemen, let's go ahead and give everybody their credit. We had uh, El Dorado leading the charge with uh, City, and then we had Ron. You were on the Tornado. Then we also had the Thunderbird out here and the Triton. So kudos to all those uh, boats for allowing us to take over a hundred firefighters out. Uh, and trying to show them a good time, and at the same time, raise a bunch of money. So uh, thank you to everybody for that, especially you, TJ, because you are the lead boat. And uh, watch for that episode, folks, coming out shortly. Okay? TJ, you still there? I'm still here. Okay. Anything else you want to say? Anything else you want to say? No, it's not on job, man. Off to a good start here this morning. You know, the weather's nice. Um, things things are starting to line up here. Water temperature is holding. And, uh, you know, it was great seeing you there Wednesday, you know, along with the firefighters. And it was a great, great event. And, uh, you know, look forward to seeing you guys shortly. I know we've got a trip with you guys coming up here, I believe, next month. We'll, uh, and you may see me sooner. And, and get back to it. And you may see me sooner. I think uh, I may just sneak on one of your trips. I, I just I love that boat. Love my bunk. Love the food. Everything's really, really good. Thank you, TJ. You got it, sir. We'll talk to you soon. Thank All you, right, Captain. Bob. That's Captain TJ Schlick of uh, the El Dorado. Did I say that wrong? Yes. What is it? That's Schlick. S C H L I. That's right. What did I say? Schlick. Schlick. It's okay. Schlick. Thank S-C-H- you, TJ. Yeah. You did a yeah. great job, and I'm He's sorry right. I did not get on the boat. All right, so as Captain, that that, that was from uh, uh, Long Beach Sport Fishing. Yes. Uh, Leilani, can you queue up another captain, Captain Don Ashley oh. from Pier Point Landing? How you doing, Donnie? Good morning, everybody, and a happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. Uh, listen, I'm glad you brought that up, and I hope people remember. Okay, Memorial Day is different than Veterans Day, okay? Memorial Day is when we celebrate those people that have actually given up their lives. Okay, now most of you, we, we've announced it. I am now officially an Amer- American citizen, yep. and I have loved this country since the day we got here, but more so now than, than ever. Uh, please um, remember these guys. Okay, we take a lot of things for granted, especially if you were born here, especially if you were spoon-fed. I come from a third-world country, so we we recognize how wonderful the U.S. is. I hope everybody does as well. Okay, sorry I got on my soapbox there, Donnie. That's all right. Just wanted to say, everybody, have a good weekend. If you have a flag, put it out there. And if you see us, any of the anybody, especially first responders, again, tell them thank you and and uh, you know just drive safely and have a good weekend and get ready to go fishing. It's all coming together. Yeah, and now the Enterprise has been doing really good on the uh, the rockfish, huh? Yeah, they've been going out, and it's been good quality rockfish, and then they come back in the shallower water and catching limited sculpin, and then they go looking for some bass and halibut. Exotics are playing hard to get. They're starting to few to show up, but it's, it's uh, still rockfish and sculpin along the coast, 
hasn't been good enough in Catalina to make the long boat ride over there. There are a few yells, Shelby and Cotto over there, but all in all, you just go fishing, leave 6 o'clock in the morning, be back at 5 o'clock, and take the bag full of fish home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's really good. Uh, again, you as well, we thank you for everything you do. Okay, you've already always been a supporter of the kids and our military. Um, it's just good to see people. Good people are still around. You know what I'm saying, Donnie? Well, it's my pleasure to do it. You know, we were have been involved with that burn center for a long, long time. And Annie Reese is a good friend, and it's a mm-hmm. great cause. You know, we're all we're all for it. Yeah, and, and you know that's why Ron and I we we love you know making an episode, bringing attention to it, see if we can raise uh, an additional funds. They raise up about with with what we did in total is about fifteen to eighteen thousand dollars that they're able to raise. You know, it may not sound like a lot, but when you got nothing, uh, it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? So every little bit helps. Um, I love the support, the moral support they give to these guys as well. So anyway, it's just a uh, fantastic, fantastic stuff. Okay, um, uh, let's see what else, Donnie. Oh, I do want to say, since you, you called in, so I can say this now. You know, you and I are still celebrating that Argentina's world champion for the next four years. But I also want to celebrate what happened yesterday. At the, so what just started in the last couple of weeks is the under-20 World Cup. So these are kids at under 20 years of age. And Argentina is the host country. And we, we just finished the, the groups yesterday with three wins. Okay, so they're moving on to the next round. And um, proud of these kids. I didn't recognize a single name, but I, I saw some 16 to 19-year-old players that have a tremendous future. Okay, and uh, they did really well. We had kind of like a baseball game yesterday because it was 5 nothing. So that was, that, was a good, that was a good game. Yeah. Go ahead, Ron. We're no, world hey, champions uh, for, for you know what? Hey, you Donnie. Uh, Mike. La- Mike Blue says hello. Hi, Mike. How's Arizona? Hot enough? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Send it to him. Yeah. All right, Donnie. Uh, best way to get up uh, to get on the um, Enterprise or the City of Long Beach? Well, the Enterprise goes every day at six o'clock in the morning, and the City goes at ten o'clock. And you can go on. Fairpoint.net and book online for either one of them. They're running all weekend long. Uh, light loads. Enterprise is just getting ready to go this morning. But light loads and it's overcast. That's good because that just means it's black calm out there in the morning and a little bit of wind in the afternoon when it's time to come home anyway. So mm-hmm. jump online there and uh, grab a spot. Come out fishing with us. No, we love it. Again, thank you, Donnie, and you take care of yourself. And, um, um, we still have some time to say go messy. <laughs> I love it. All right, that was Captain Don Ashley at Pier Point Landing. Sorry about that, but when captains call in, I got to interrupt. Uh, all right, Earthworm, so let's finish up Lake Elsinore. Fantastic weekend, lots of fish. Everybody stay tuned because there's an episode coming. Again, we want to thank Jonathan Oliver Skinner and William Johnson and uh, Gary over at um, at the casino. Okay. What's that? Randy. Randy. I'm sorry. I call him Gary. Sorry. He's not up right now. <laughs> so, Randy Watanabe, okay, thank you so much for everything that they do. And, of course, Ted and everybody. So, thank you very much. Anything else you want to add there, Earthworm? Uh, yeah, definitely. Congratulations to Jonathan 
after all the years. Oh, my God, yes. Finally yeah, yeah. caught a fish. I was, that took right out of my mouth. So he's <laughs> director of community services for Lake Elsinore. He's fished at the Derby for six years. But here's the sad thing. Rick, you never caught a fish during the Derby. He's caught fish there, but never during the Derby. Never. And he finally caught a little catfish. So it, it, I, I told him, don't worry what it, what it looks like. It's that you actually caught something. So now the, the circle okay, is Okay, so he got a little help from me. What? Okay, so what did you do? So I told him that, the first of all, he had a shirt of ours on, but he oh, covered right. it up with his other shirt. And I said, first of all, that's what's wrong. Put the Angler Chronicles on the outside and make it red. And what happened? Well, I could have told him to make that. Come on, it, that truth, the way it. I'm I would sorry. tell him a bright blue sun shirt <laughs> with a black t shirt on top. That's but he my covered signature. Covered up our logo. Bright blue and black are my signature. Can't okay. Do it. Because I, when I'm finished fishing, I'm black and blue. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah, black and blue. Yeah. And I back the blue. How's that one? No, but yeah. it's all it's all good. I had a great time. Uh, what else, uh, Earthworm? Anything else? Um, definitely, if you're going to fish Elsinore. Uh-huh. What the two things that we noticed the white people caught fish one is structure, two is bite on. That's right. That's what exactly we made a point of saying that if you can find structure, uh, Lake Elsinore is the only natural lake in all of Southern California at least. Everything else, uh, Steve, you always say it's a um, it's a dam or a reservoir, right? Uh, exactly, uh, California, south at least south of Fresno. Not exactly a desert, but it's definitely dry savanna naturally. So there are very few freshwater lakes. And most of the big lakes, even in Northern California, with the exception of maybe Clear Lake and Tahoe, even up there where there's a lot of water, there's still reservoirs. Mm -hmm. So uh, Lake Elsinore is the only that's natural and um, surrounded by now a very beautiful city. They've done an amazing job in the last 20 years um, just cleaning it up and making it Inhabitable, you know, really. I mean, we, we lost Tony. Tony now lives in Lake Elsinore. I mean, Rick, you've known Tony. I mean, to get Tony away from his tent underneath the 15 overpass, you know, that was that had to be tough. Yeah. That was tough. But I, I moved out and he moved in. There you go. So um, it's a great place. It's a great place. Um, so excellent stuff. Okay. Well, listen. When we get back, I want to start talking about. Uh, What's really going on in here in Southern California? Okay, and um, the only thing that matters, saltwater. Yeah, <laughs> don't tell Earthworm that. But anyway, uh, Carson, I'm going to come to you right after the break, and we'll talk about your your trip on the Bagabond, and you got a nice catch there. And then we're going to get into it with Rick Scott, and he'll have some tips for you going forward, starting the season. Folks, you're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back. Hiding the gun, I'll make my final stand. Yeah, and that's why they call me. Bad company, I can't deny. Angels Radio, AMA 30. 
Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AM Welcome back to the jungle. You like that? Welcome back to Zangler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, and this is Angler Chronicles. And uh, Earthworm, who was that? He's got me on mute. He told me he's loading up he's the truck. He's underwater. No, no, he's, he, he's there. He's got me on mute. he got to get me on mute. Hey, Earthworm. Earth to Earthworm. Yeah, oh, okay, who was that? What was that? Who was that? He wasn't band? even listening. He's, I know. He's getting ready to go bow fishing. Oh, that, that was definitely the Carpenters. The Carpenters. <laughs> Very good. All right. Who was it? Come on. Well, Van Halen. Yeah, Van Halen. Okay. Guns N' Roses. Welcome yeah. to the jungle. Come on, man. All right. Just get it right. All right. Uh, Carson, let me go to you because now we're going to switch over. We're going to pour some, some salt on this thing now. And um, we're going to start with your trip. You just had a great trip coming back. Why don't you uh, take it from here? Well, yeah, um, the bluefin tuna are biting. I know Rick is going to have a lot to say about that. Um, it's uh, really good, except for there's one little thing, Sergio, one little thing. What's you know that? what that is? What's that? Every, every bluefin tuna I caught, Rob, well, what do you think I'm going to say? It was caught at night. Every bluefin tuna I caught, I thought to myself, Sergio wouldn't have caught that one. It was oh, because no. it was that night and before 7 I would have caught it in my sleep. <laughs> I would dream about um, it. But yeah, I mean, it does require a little bit of, a little bit of a dosage of coffee and being ready and paying close attention to what the captain tells you. Hey, yeah, what, uh, how, what time was it? Uh, my time was about 10 to 10 p.m. to 3 a.m., 
But, you know, like any other kind of fishing, there were there were periods where not much was happening, and there were periods where it was happening all at once. So you, you had to be awake. If you were Even if you were down in your bunk taking a little snooze, chances are you missed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had to be out on the deck. And um, not that I'm trying to tell people that they need to have a whole bunch of different rods and reels like I do, but it helps. Um, it certainly does help to have maybe one jigging rig with um, a heavy jig, maybe 400 grams, depending on you know just how heavy you can handle whatever... Whatever the heaviest thing is you can handle, in my particular case, is 400 grams. Um, other younger, stronger people maybe can have a 500-gram jig on there. And when the captain calls out, he goes, okay, guys, I'm reading them. They're down there thick. Uh, they're at, uh, and then he'll give you a number. And anything below about 300, 350 feet, you better have that big jig on there, and you better send it all the way down. It makes a big, big difference to, uh, to have your line marked. Um, there's, there are some lines on the market that are marked uh, by a different color change every 100 feet, and that's pretty good. That's helpful. Uh, the ones that are marked maybe every 10 feet or even every 10 meters in the middle of the night, you know, you're having trouble staying awake, that is just too hard to keep track of. So I actually take, a, you know, just a, a Sharpie and make a bold black mark about two feet long every 100 feet in my braid. And uh, even in, even at night, I can keep track of that. And you want to know how deep you you are. The captain will tell you where the fish are, and if you're not there, you're not going to get bit. And then, but uh, for our particular trip, we were fortunate in that uh, we had uh, a number of schools, biting schools of tuna, that were you know in the 180, you know 200 foot range, uh, which is nice because a it's not as deep. And you can use a little bit lighter jig. I was using uh, mostly a 170-gram jig. I'm not that metric, so you're going to have to figure out how big that is, big that is on your own. 170-gram jig, a little smaller, and maybe they were feeding on smaller bait or who knows what, but you definitely got more bites on the smaller jig if you could get it to the depth that the captain told you. And, um, I mean, the short version of the technique is not, is not super fancy, nothing super high-tech. But the cap says that, you know, the fish are at 180 feet. And I had a mark every, say, every, every 100 feet. I would drop it maybe a little bit below 200 feet. Uh, if I didn't get a bite on the sink, which a lot of times you did, um, then you just crank it up fast all the way through wherever, wherever uh, the level was get maybe 50 feet above them and drop it back through them again. Uh, definitely the majority of the bites came while the lure was sinking. Just remember, there's no bottom. So if your jig stops, it didn't hit the bottom. Mm-hmm. You've got a bite. You want to make sure you uh, put the reel in gear. Don't set the hook like Sergio does on TV. Just put the reel in gear, crank it hard so that you come tight, and then keep on cranking. That's that. It, it's really very simple fishing. It's all about depth control. And uh, I, again, I'm sure that Rick will have some some choice words on this. I'm very very careful ahead of time, not in the dark, you know, not when everything's happening, uh, to check all my connections, all my knots, uh, check my guides to make sure there's no cracks, make sure my drag is set, um, uh, and the crew is out there to help you. 
They want you to catch fish. They're not trying to keep the fish for themselves. They're not their pets. Um, the only dumb question is the one you didn't ask. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to stop you because I got Rick in, in studio here. This is the one thing that Ron talking made a comment about this morning. Uh, when you guys are on a fish, and I'll, I'll say deck hands, we, we try to help out as well, but you're on a fish and a deck hand comes up there and he starts talking to you and giving you pointers. You got to understand that uh, there's a, set, a, a certain level of uh, adrenaline that's going through everybody on deck. I mean, you wouldn't uh, agree? Because oh, yeah. uh, you got a big fish or you have a fish on, and there's nothing you want more to put it in your count. Okay. Right. Well, you so, want that fish on the boat as yeah. bad as the, the person so fighting the fish. So we all get excited, okay? And sometimes the angler takes offense of the level of excitement that they're trying to give you pointers. Steve's just pointed out a huge thing. They're there to help you. I mean, you, Rick, you break your back making sure that we get these fish on the boat. Of course. Okay? And so does your crew. So you guys can't take it personal, and a few of you do. Okay, and then you know, I've tried doing it. Ron's tried doing it. And so we, we said, okay, fine, you're on your it, own. It happened to me on this on the fireman right, on the fireman's right. trip. I mean, I got six guys that you know, just because they have a nice rod and reel, they think that automatically qualifies you to. And guess what? What he lost it. Yeah, I, I they went 0 for six on my boat. Yeah. Okay, and and this time I just sat back and had my cup of coffee because I, like I said, I just woken up and I'm just. Checking, I'm looking at the deck hands, and they're shaking their head. We just told you. When you when you calmly just go, hey, don't pump that fish when he's trying to run. Just, mm-hmm. eh, well, I, I know what I'm doing. Oh, okay, You're, and then bam, bam. So listen, take that to heart. Okay, I've got about a minute left here in this segment. Take that to heart because if you, it's a difference between catching fish and losing fish. That's right. Okay. D- did you have any guys trying to fish bait at night, Steve? Uh, no, no. Uh, early in this, in the uh, in the trip, one or two people tried it, but it's really not practical during the daytime. I was I was asleep quite a bit during the daytime, um, uh, and I know some people were fishing bait then. I did hook one fish on bait during the day, got chewed off, but that's the way it goes. But yeah, at night it was pretty much after the first hour, it was a hundred percent jigs, and you didn't need bait to get bit. Yeah. I mean, they were biting the jigs good as long as you were, again, practicing that, that depth control. Right. Well, the reason I ask is we get guys that just absolutely refuse to, you know, they spend all the money to come on the trip, but they don't want to pay the 30 or 50 bucks to buy the jig, and they're going to fish bait, and, you know, That's they stand at bait. the rail at night with it, a bait on and can't understand why they don't have a fish on. Well, the, la- the last uh, two trips on your boat, the only way I got bit was, you know, the... Okay. Knife jig and then the uh, flat You know ball. what? This is going to open up a great conversation for hour number two I want to get into. And then what type of, type of jigs? i got about 45 seconds to go. But I want to make attention to this. Guys, the 2023 Just for Kids Fishing Derby at Lake Elsinore is coming up. It's uh, Saturday, June the 3rd, between 7.30 and 10.30 in the morning. I just found out they need volunteers. So to all my team 57, I'll be posting on social media. If you can, if you can help, listen, please uh, contact them. Um, you know, if worst comes to worst, contact Tony. He's going to be our, our our main guy there. So it's uh, Saturday, June 3rd at 7:30 to 10:30 in the morning. Please come out and help. Unfortunately, we're going to be on our way to Bay of LA, but. Um, Tony will be there. Okay, we need volunteers. All right, everybody, hang on tight. Our number one in the books. We'll come back. We'll have the sheriff. We'll have 
the earthworm, are you still with us? All right, yep. we got to go, but we'll be right back. Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Well, welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. And Rick, I don't know if you're familiar, but when this song plays every Saturday, it means one thing and one thing only. It sure. means the sheriff, that's right. The jig slinger himself, Mr. Danny, the man with a plan, looking so purdy, all dressed up, okay, because he's the best dressed man in the world, Mr. Danny Jackson. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Sergio. I'm not too sure about that, but anyway, good morning to, uh, of course, Steve Carson, Ron Hobbs. I don't know if Andrew's still there or not, Sergio, but... Good morning, and a very special good morning to a very special good friend, Captain Rick Scott, Ocean Odyssey, H&M Landing. Good morning, uh, Rick. Thank you, Danny. Good morning. Always always nice to have you on the show. You know, Sergio, I, I really go back a long way with uh, with uh, Rick. Back in the Ronnie Kovacs, uh, Ronnie Kovac days, uh, I think, Rick, it was 03, because uh, I went to work for Ronnie in o in o two in o three, we had a we had a I'm going to use the a word now, albacore fishing. We the first episode I did I think and with you I was albacore fishing, and uh, we had a we had a whole bunch of people there from Penn. I mean everybody had on a Penn shirt. It was very the red Penn shirts. It was a but anyway, that was that was one of my first trips with you, Rick. You probably remember those oh, yeah. those days in the early two thousands. Yep. You know, maybe they'll maybe they'll come back, maybe not. But anyway, yeah, my first trip on the Ocean Odyssey, Danny, was also with Ronnie, and that was two thousand and six. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, ever since then, you know, right. I've been on. That's a long time. Seventeen beautiful years. Well, you know that my first trip was on the Ocean Odyssey, so. Yeah, with Ronnie. Yeah, it's back in the day, and um, we yeah, had some yeah. really good times. Uh, but listen, so much so that Rhonda says, not in the two and a half days she plans on that one, but she wants to know when the day and a halfs are as well because she wants to doesn't want to miss them. So I'm I think she's telling you, Ron, that she's coming in July. And I said you're telling the wrong guy because those trips were handled by Dina. So you, I go if I ask Dina for another spot, she usually tells me no. Yeah, we, I, we just we just tell her she can come, and Sergio has to stay home. Yeah, that's it, right there. So that's a great idea. Yeah. Wow. The only and, and problem is she'd get up in the my middle of my night. bunk is a double, so she doesn't take up any bunk space. So we're good. <laughs> all right. Yeah, but anyway, besides, you know, she she's awake all night, and I'm asleep all night, so it works out really, really good. All right. Well, listen, Jackson. Let me get to you. And before we go, that Leilani, can you cue up the other gentleman that's on the line? And I'm hoping we got a lot of lines open here, and I want to make sure that Danny can hear this because this particular gentleman is truly a gentleman and um, been a longtime friend of mine, and um, I consider him an older brother. Okay? So I want to say good morning to none other than Carla Teresa's own, Brant McLaughlin, calling from Georgia. Georgia. Are you on your porch, Brant? 
Actually, yes, Sergio, I am. Very good. Well, say hello to Danny Jackson. Mr. Danny, the main man, Jackson. It's my pleasure. Good morning. You're starting my weekend off right. I know you're a big fan. Same here. Good good morning to you in Georgia, right there on the Big Bass Lake. Oh, my gosh. That's got to be... That's got to be fun. Nice to hear your voice, too, Brand. Yeah. It's, it's so much a pleasure to hear you guys, and I miss you guys like you can't believe. All right. So, Brand, I'm going to put you on a holding pattern, okay, so I can get okay. Danny to, to give the announcement of what's on TV, and then we can go into some of the some of the reason you called, and then I, we need to get into some, some salt water, okay? So have at it, okay, Jackson. Very, very good, Sergio. Well, let's get to television tomorrow. Uh, Angel Chronicles Television, high definition, now on Valley Sports West. Last week, Sergio, we were in British Columbia, of course, at the Haida Gwaii, Queen Charlotte Safaris, British Columbia. We're going to go about 145 miles north of the Charlottes there to Ketchikan, Alaska, and our episode on Salmon Falls Resort. Beautiful place, great fishing. You and Ben Seacrest with Accurate had such a nice... Uh, of not not just nice, a phenomenal trip, actually. A lot of salmon, not the kings so much, but uh, lots of cohos or or silvers, as we call them, of course. Bombers, my gosh, you had the best bombers or dusky rockfish, whatever you want to call them. They, they were wide open for everybody. Let me share this yeah. with a captain that will we'll get, uh, we'll get a taste for this. These are quality, okay? Um, quality uh, um, bass, and, and we limited out on chrome little chrome jigs. In about, I think you had you you actually saw your jig and you saw it get bit. We limited out for three anglers, and I think I said ten minutes. In ten minutes, it took longer to bring the fish off your hook than it did to get bit and, and brought it in. It was crazy. And it was, bum, 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 bum. And the cab goes, well, we got limits. I go, what? We got to go. We got limits. And I go, oh, Lord. It was one of those. So it, it, it's a great episode. I actually took the luxury, the fishing was so good, of taking one day off. One day was like, ah, it was like gloomy and rainy. And rot. and uh, John goes, sir, I don't know if I can fly the drone in this. And I said, well, why don't we do this? Let Ben go out on the boat. You and I can go on foot. And we can try to do some of the of the of the um, uh, of the salmon that's coming off the rivers going into the ocean. They got some of that. I right, let's see if we can catch some of those. So we did some land stuff, and we still got a ample fishing uh, on this episode. It's crazy fishing. So just like British Columbia, extremely fishy. And if one plan doesn't work, you always have Plan B and C, and they all turn out. So if you don't get the yeah. silvers, you don't get the the kings. The rockfish, the halibut, the lingcot are ready to participate in your adventure. So it, well, it, it really is a good it's one. All, it's all, excuse me, it's all there, Sergio. And uh, I just want to mention, uh, of course, our videographer, our ace videographer, cinematographer, John Simpson, with his, with his uh, some of the drone footage he got of the local humpback whales there out of Salmon's Salmon Falls. I'm telling you, it's just incredible footage. The guys are going to like that. Anyway, let's get to the times. Tomorrow morning, we're a little different on a little uh, later on times. Tomorrow morning, it'll still air five times. 
you'll see Queen Charlotte Safaris at 10, and then we'll move right on into Salmon Falls Resort at uh, 10.30 and again at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning, and then five times during the week. So that's it, Sergio. Angler Chronicles Television, a great weekend. Okay, and you prepare yourself. There's a lot of episodes coming. In fact, one that we'll be filming in, what, two, maybe three weeks on the Ocean Odyssey. We've got the uh, Tuna War 7 is coming up with Captain Dave Marciano. So we'll be doing that one on, on your boat, Rick. We'll be doing that one together. So we'll have John out there. And it's coming. It's coming, Jackson. Okay, well, that, that's very good, Rick. Again, nice to hear you uh, hear your voice on the radio. I look forward to seeing you again, and thanks for the thanks for the great trips over the years. And we have a lot of great trips to look forward to, Rick. So, good morning to you. All right, uh, thank you. Uh, it's our pleasure to always be a part of the, the family here, and uh, can't wait to see you again. Yeah, you are family, Rick. There's no question about it. All right, Sergio and, and uh, Ron and Steve Carson. You guys have a great weekend. We'll see you next Saturday. All right, later there. All right, that was uh, the Sheriff uh, Jackson. Hey, Brant, um, I'm going to come to you because I know why you're calling. I'm glad you called. I would have forgotten, so thank you for reminding me. Folks, with Brant, we put on the Olive Crest Fishing Derby, okay? And uh, we raise a lot of money for foster care kids in Southern California. And so what I, you know, it, it is closed to the public this is for the food industry comes together and we've raised how much money have we raised over the years Brant? you and i have raised over 1.5 million dollars 1.5 million dollars for these kids you know and um i i ron and i are just ecstatic to do it with you we film it for an episode now we we, we can't have you fish okay imagine there's such a security level because these are all ceos presidents executives of all the food industry companies so i i understand that part of it but we do need volunteers right uh we need some able bodies that can come out and give us a hand uh helping us pack the the, the smaller boats in the morning uh what else do you need them to do um you know hand help hand out shirts and rods uh, and uh, just general uh, volunteer stuff to make the tournament come off. But these guys that volunteer, Sergio, they, you know, they get free hats and free shirts and uh, free rods. They get the phenomenal dinner uh, for it for their efforts. So you know they'll have fun during the day. Also, they get to watch the weigh-in. It, it and you know the weigh-in is kind of the big party of the time. So. They actually have a very fun day. Yeah, and, um, you know, um, like you said, uh, there are a lot of amenities to this, and just know that you're helping for a great cause. These kids need our love. These are foster care kids, and why do we do it with the Olive Crest? Because what has impressed me over the years is that they keep the family together. They don't separate the siblings. Um, I have a friend of mine who, she's retired now, but she worked for the state. And she said, quite honestly, Sergio, we put them wherever we can. So if we have to separate the brother and sister, we do. And some of them never actually see each other again. Well, not here. They keep the siblings together. In addition to that, whatever is happening with the parents, if there's any chance of rehabbing uh, the parents, they do that, and they try to bring the family back together so it can be a family once again. So it's that extra effort by being private that they can do, but they need our help. So 
$1.5 million, really, that I didn't know the number. That, that's huge. So it warms my heart that we've been able to do it with you. Mostly it's all your stuff. We just, you know, we just, we're, we're just, just a supporting cast. And uh, Brent, you've led this for a long, long time, and we thank you. There's a lot of kids that need a lot of love. Thank you so much, Sergio. And, you know, this is just, this is right here in your neighborhood. I yeah, yeah. In fact, it happens at the it's Long not Beach. not going anywhere. It happens at the Long Beach Yacht Club. It's off of 2nd Street and PCH. Brent, I got to go to break. Thank you, sir. Okay, uh, who do they contact? Uh, They can contact allchris.org or sandrabond at allchris.org. All right. Thank you, Brent. Thanks, sir. All right. We got to go to break, folks. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. When we come back, I got a call for, I think this one's for Ron from Chris. He was there at Lake Elsinore. Okay, we'll be right back. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-339-2300. That's 657-339-2300. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AM 830. You need Kool-Aid. So, Ron, do you need Kool-Aid? You need Kool-Aid? All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. And during the break, um, I said to Ron, if you don't know this next song, you can just walk out. So we left. No, you're right there. (laughs) And Rick goes, this is your perfect opportunity. Oh, always sowing despair. All right, everybody, hang on tight. Uh, before we go, I need to get in. Uh, we got a caller coming in. His name is Chris. And I want to say good morning, Chris. Welcome to Angler Chronicles. Hey, good morning, guys. I um, just wanted to call and say thank you guys uh, for treating my son Jacob so great there on Saturday morning. Um, you spent time with him. Tony's family is great. Tony's great. You guys are all great. And you really woke up the fishermen in uh, Jacob, so we had to go get them Saturday night. Fishing licenses, do poles, get new lines, <laughs> take them out Sunday morning for his first little fishing trip. 
I love it. So my the first lesson from Uncle Serge, because now you know he 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 can call me Uncle Serge like everybody else does. Um, you tell them that they're not poles; they're rods, fishing rods, not fishing poles. Okay, he's not old enough to. to, to I would tell you what poles are good for and what rods are good for, but rods are for fishing. How's that? First lesson. First lesson. Yeah, no, I, I remember seeing him. He was such a happy camper. And, Ron, you, you gave him a new yes, shirt. Yes, he was. He was, uh, you know, and thank you, Chris, very much. And especially getting your children into fishing is our future. Buy, listen, don't buy him a ta- uh, an Xbox. Buy him a tackle box. Ab- that absolutely. Say. And, you know, you got him on the right track, Chris. Yeah, well, he loves to eat catfish. And now that he's uh, seen some fish, he really wants to go catch his own catfish. Well, I'll tell you what, I don't know what your situation is, but we're going to be there with Ron in the very near future because I don't want it to be burning in the midsummer. I'm going to go try to catch some catfish. It's just going to be just a little fun between William and Ron and me, and I want to get on a jet ski again. So, um, you know, maybe if you can get a hold of Ron, let us know when. If uh, he's available, we can put him on the pontoon. we got plenty of space. That's absolutely. And, you know, uh, Chris, you know, this uh, uh, next weekend on June 3rd is a uh, oh, the kids uh, event. Kids yeah. event. Mm-hmm. You might want to see if there's any spots available. you got to call, uh, go to lakeelsner.org uh, and see if there's any openings left. Um, I will check it out. I think we are going away next weekend, but um, I, I definitely, you guys got input. No, but listen, I would uh, make sure that we get your information. Um, and um, in fact, you can leave your phone number as soon as you don't hang up when you're done. Leilani, make sure that when we um, finish with Chris, you get his phone number for us, and and we'll we'll contact you when we go down there if if um, if he's available. We'd love to have him. We'll have him on the boat, and we'll have some fun and have help him catch some fish. Absolutely, that's awesome. Okay. Hey, thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank. Oh, there you are. Okay. Well, good morning. What are you doing up so early? He's listening to the radio show, bro. Girl. Yeah, he wanted to listen to the radio. Absolutely. Yeah, Every Saturday morning, big, huge shout-out to you. If you can't make the morning and get him up that early, we go to our website, and it's on the front page of our website, the Daily Show, and then we have our, our archives on there as well. So, or you can go to anglerchronicles.com. And you have an excellent, excellent day, Jacob, and we'd love to take you fishing next time we're out in Lake Elsinore. Yes. All right. All right, thank All you, right. Chris. Thanks for being a great dad. No problem. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Chris, and that's right, I remember him and Jacob when they came up there. All right, Carson, why don't you go ahead and round up your uh, your trip? Um, we always get off on a tangent with you and Jigs, and we'll talk about that. And I think what we'll do, given it's you, given to have Rick here, we're just going to let it be a free for all from here until the end of the show. All tuna, everything here. So, uh, finish up your uh, your story. Well, I wanted to, to throw in an extra thing. Uh, of course. Again, the, tuna, the, the, the tuna bite primarily being at night, and, of course, I, I was sleeping during the day in, in several instances, but a really cool option now that you have a lot of that offshore deep water rockfish area that has been closed for a long time is now open. Mm-hmm. And um, some people try to, uh, try to make that, their, their rockfish uh, catch with their tuna gear, and you certainly can do it if, you, if all you want to do is just to, you know, get some good taco meat and some nice, beautiful red rockfish. Uh, your tuna gear will do it. But I brought some slow pitch gear with me, and um, you know, sort of 
a little bit of demonstration, a little bit of testing on my part to see just how deep <laughs> could I fish with this very, very, very light gear. Um, and, you know, the typical spots are 450, 500 feet. And I was fishing that very easily and very successfully with uh, basically what looked like freshwater bass gear. People were just stunned mm-hmm. uh, that I was able to get Well, that let me fish. ask. Okay, so let me, let me stop you there for a second here. So what we have is uh, you're using bass gear. That means the diameter of your spool is really small. So when you're, you're at 400 feet, do you have to turn the handle? Do I have to turn the handle? Well, yeah, but... Okay, so, 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 so you're cranking... You, wait, so you're cranking yeah, 450 you, feet. Uh-huh. Not to correct you, but to correct you, if you use the proper line... Remember my my one-sentence trout fishing seminar that you've heard me do many, many times, uh-huh. which is use two-pound test line, uh-huh. okay? Now, we translate that out to slow-pitch jigging and uh, fishing, in ro- fishing for rockfish in relatively deep water... Use 20-pound test blade. Mm-hmm. Not 30, not 50, not 80, 20. And guess what? It sinks Even faster. at 450 feet, your reel's hardly empty at all. Okay, okay. Imagine but, but, that. Okay, but, so, so, but you're not getting my point. So once you hook the fish, you actually have to crank 450 feet on a small diameter um, spool. On the other hand, my tip would be what I've learned, and I'm just simply fascinating, especially now that we we can go 700, 800 feet as deep as you want. Um, I, I just have to press a button. I'm doing thumb push-ups to make sure that my thumb hits it, putting it on the you know, rocket launcher there on my boat and let, let, on, on a fish, it's fantastic. So You know, Sergio, pretty soon you'll just be able to stay at home and have the AI catch your fish for no, you. No, he'll just get out and won't get out of his bunk. He'll just... I could fish from the bunk. Yeah. I probably could, you know. <laughs> no, but anyway, no, I totally get it. Um, so your trip was good and that's happening and I want to bring attention to that. It's happening on several trips. Some of these boats are limiting, not the majority. So when you limit, they go... You know, you go out the first night, you limit that night, and you're supposed to be on the water the entire day the next day. So to make something out of it, they go rock fishing. Well, the fish are biting at night, so mm-hmm. they'll fish at night for the bluefin. And then, like Steve said, then they'll roll over to the bank and fish for rockfish during the day. Or some yellowtail on the kelps. That's and then roll back, too. Out, roll back out and fish the bluefin at night. Yeah, because so. one of the things that's happening, I see it on the um, boats like the San Diego, the Liberty... Uh, that would be the Malahini out of um, uh, H&M Landing, the day boats. Um, a lot of yellowtail, occasional bluefin. Okay, they're catching bluefin almost every day, but one to five, where they catch anywhere between 30 to 70 uh, yellowtail. I don't know the size of the yellowtail, but they're not the little tiny ones. Okay, these fish look at maybe 10, 15 pounds. Okay, uh, maybe generous on the 15, <laughs> okay? But they're, they're doable fish. Once in a while, they get a very good model. What do we say at Angler Chronicles? Hey, when they're that small, and Steve, I mean, Rick, cover your ears. When they're that small, let them go, okay? Let them grow, because yellowtail grows so quickly. Uh, let them go, let them grow. Um, you got something that you can get some serious fillets? Absolutely. Okay, go ahead and keep that. Um, and then they're catching some tuna during the day, but not that much. And they're saying jigs, they're saying bait. It seems to be more bait during the day, as Steve was saying. What are you hearing, Rick? 
same thing. That's you know, slow, slow fishing during the day, catching a few on bait, and but uh, mainly at night. You know, you you want to you want to be ready to go at night. You want to be standing at the rail with your rod in your hand and jig ready to go when he stops the boat and tells you how far down they are. So basically, what you're saying is uh, on the two and a half or two day plus, as they like to call it for the tuna wars that we're going to have on, on your boat. That's coming up in, what, two weeks? Um, I'll have the entire rail during the day for myself. Because these guys are going to be fishing at night. I'll be sleeping. Okay? John will be up, so he'll be filming. So I, we'll we, might be, we might be catching some bottom critters. I don't know. We'll see. You're fishing. Well, there you go. Channel. You and I would have the entire rail. Everybody's going to be tired sleeping. <laughs> Because they were up all night. Uh, these, have you these, ever this seen new me, breed of fishermen? I don't know. Have you I've ever seen, seen me sleep? I've seen them stand at the rail the whole trip. No, but tuna wars. Yeah, so, so. It, it's going to be good. All right. I can hear the music. You know who this one is? We're getting a lot of lead this morning. Yeah. We've got to get the lead out. Okay. We, okay. <laughs> no more lead. How's that? All right. But I'll leave you with a little cashmere. Okay. All right, folks, this is Angels Radio AMA 30 KLA Angle Chronicles, and we'll be right back. AMA 30. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call. 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AME 30. All right, welcome back. Name of this song there, uh, Ricky? Girls, girls, girls. Why not? I can. Okay. Because, I, I mean, you know, I, I had some science backing. I studied science. Okay. Well, listen, you know, we want to... Okay, I'm not going to say that. We still have rules. 
I know, but there's only to me there's only two, and that's it. Okay, you get, but, but you know what? This is the wonderful thing about this country. You can believe whatever the hell you want to, right? You can, and I support that. Okay, but you can't tell me what to believe. I like that. I won't tell you what to believe. You don't tell me. All right, let me get out of that hole. Ooh. Okay, so let me go back to uh, we, we were. What, we, what were we talking about? Do you Tuna remember? fishing at night when you would be sleeping. Correct, and then that means Rick. And you how would, many fish we'd be catching while he was sleeping and leaving extra room at the rail for us? We would have right, our limit. We right. would have and, our then, and then all of you would be asleep during the day, and then Rick and I, who I know Rick loves to rockfish, and he he has the old school jigs. Well, those were the um, what were they called? Um, help, help I'm getting old. I might be sleeping during the day. No, 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 no. You have to be awake because you. Uh, what were the jigs? The, the old school jigs, the ones um, that we. Got the old rock. What were they old J-A-X. rock? J A X. J A X. Yeah. Jacks jigs. Yeah. Uh, oh, I love fishing that way. And uh, you've had, you actually you used to come out with us up to Channel Islands. Hey, just, uh-huh. well, yeah, yeah. That's all you got to do. So, um, so it's really good. All right. So um, the fish are beginning to get with it. They did move into the back of San Clemente, a little bit too far for our trip with the firemen. They are moving west. Okay, so they're still moving west because they moved out. Yeah, they're that, moving west. Okay, what else do you know? Um, they're moving west fast. It looks like you know they were down below a few weeks ago, and now they're out by Clemente. Sounds like they're getting around desperation and that 381, and uh, hopefully they'll slow down, stop on the bank, and hang out there for the summer. The nice thing is when they move into that area, they they tend to be a little more. Uh, friendly during the day. Yes. Okay. So, uh, the, so that allows you to catch them during the day. I've had some amazing trips. We, the El Dorado. We had a trip on the two and a half day on the El Dorado. Yeah. We were like, went to the Tanner, stayed at the Tanner. I've been to the Tanner with you yep. and stayed. I at love the that fish and drop the anchor, hang out. Yeah. <laughs> get the radio on. Great music. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Anchored up and catch fish all day. All long. right. So listen, uh, the tuna are getting going. I'm going to let uh, both you and Steve. Steve has this list of five rods you can do not do without. Go ahead and post that up there on Friends of Angler Chronicle, Steve. Um, but Rick, I mean, if somebody was coming out this summer, your season starts with tuna wars. Okay, that's sold out. However, um, your open party starts when? Um, open party starts on June, I think the 16th, it looks like, mm-hmm. um, right after Tuna Wars. Yes, the 16th of June. That trip is sold out, but we have room uh, the rest of June. So, Okay, so the there's plenty of opportunity. Season. Where would they go? Uh, OceanOdysseyFishing.com. Book right online, or they can call Dina, 619-889-4535. And then it looks like after June pretty much till uh, September, end of September. All the trips are a go for sure, but there's a little bit of room left. All right, so you need to go and check it and sprinkle. People ask us about our trips. Ron, we are doing three trips on the um, Ocean Odyssey. We have two day and a halves and one two and a half. Right. So uh, when is our first trip? Our first trip is the July 12th trip on the Ocean Odyssey. Uh, That one is sold out. It is sold Sold out. out. And then our second one is the two and a half day, and I have five spots left. Okay, so now that we one we have... actually filmed for an episode, so we will be filming on that one. So right. if you want your 15 minutes of fame, come on up. If you're a deadbeat dad mm, you might want to stay, or wanted by the FBI, you might want to stay home. Right, and then we have our uh, third trip. Uh, I, I, I get so excited so when I fish on the ocean. Honestly, it's amazing. I. You know, when you got a captain, dude, tell me about the third trip. (laughs) Give me the date of the third trip. Uh, Date of the third trip is October 25th. 
and uh, there are uh, six, six spots. Six spots. Okay. Okay. right now. So uh, you can see the demand on this particular boat. Um, my thing is this. Check the website. If you're interested, sign up because they will go fast. I mean, the only real availability that we have is in sometime in September or October. Yep. Okay, OceanOdysseyFishing.com. So, right. So, and the other one, they would call Don't you. Don't call Dean until after. So, nine. you know, right. the best thing to do is go to our website, and when you get to uh, anglerchronicles.com, there's a tab that says AC Schools or AC, AC, schools. AC schools. Just hit on that tab. The entire list comes down. You'll see all our trips for the year. You can see the Ocean Odyssey ones, right. and we give you instructions on who to call. Well, call Dina for the day-and-a-half trip in October. But call Ron. He's waiting right now. He's looking at his phone, waiting for it to ring. If you want to go on the two and a half. Well, here, let me turn it on. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, uh, for these trips, now that we've got that out of the way, um, what what do you recommend? For the bluefin, if they stick around uh, like they have been the last few years, uh, uh, minimum 40. You want to have 40, 60, 80, and then uh, have a nice heavy rod for nighttime fishing, 100, 130. And, of course, if the, the big giant ones show up, you definitely want to have a 130-pound rig ready to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, Now, if you – guys, always remember, if you don't own this equipment, don't worry about it. You don't have to go out and buy it and make a huge investment. I'm sure H&M Landing has, you can rent them there, okay? Um, and for the duration of the trip, you can use it. It's already got the the line you need. Maybe you might have to change out the leader, or they'll probably give you a fresh leader there. Be, but you need to have this equipment. I mean, I'm going to do it on the bass rod, but I'm crazy. Yeah, and the landing is really stepped up. They've got really nice Avet gear. Um, well, you have stuff we have on the stuff. boat, too. We have some on the boat. We don't have enough to rent to the whole boat, but we have... You know, How many outfits do you have on the boat? Uh, ten. And ten. can they reserve them in advance? Um, they can, yes. Okay. So you got ten uh, possibilities on the boat. I wish I would have known that. Yeah. A lot of times I've sat it out and you had stuff upstairs. Yeah, those are 80-pound outfits. Uh-huh. Um, we do have, you know, if the if fishing is uh, small fish for yellowfin or yellowtail, we have uh, 30-pound. We have plenty of those 30-pound outfits for uh, for everybody if you want yeah. to rent those. So, but I highly recommend. So, um you said minimum of 40, and minimum then... 40, 60, 80, um, 100, 130. Fluorocarbon um, for your bait fishing is a necessity. At nighttime, uh, not necessary, but you want to have your, your jigs, have an assortment of jigs. Uh, like Steve said, 200 uh, to 500 grams if you're strong enough to pull on a 500. And I know you and Steve are going to frown with what I'm going to say right now, but, you know, if... You can handle it because that that is a big if. Bring a 20, 25 pound outfit, and the reason is when these fish get finicky, they won't necessarily buy forty. And um, I, me, right off the go, I, I do the opposite because this is just me, guys. And don't do what was it? What they say? Do what I say, not what I do. Um, I everybody says go with the heaviest and then work your way down if you need to. I work the opposite. I just throw out. I just throw out a 20, 25-pound outfit, and you've seen what we do. We, yeah. just, we get bit right away. Now, uh, well, the if catch changes, rate. If it, if it changes over, like we're supposed to get a, a pretty hard El Nino this year, mm-hmm. and those yellowfin move in, then, yes, you'll definitely want to bring 20 to 40-pound to outfits, um, 50, you know, if those yellowfin really want to bite in the corner. And uh, Now, the water temperature stayed down. It hasn't been as warm as last year, right? Um, yeah, it's been cooler. Yeah, we did have a red tide. Um, we were running the school trips 
uh, since January. We did see a red tide move through San Diego. Sounds like it's moving. I saw that red tide in Dana Wharf. Okay, yeah. I actually went fishing on the center console in Dana, and uh, yeah, I saw that it was a little bit of a, a red tide. But it hasn't. I saw some of it as well in the Long Beach Huntington area. But it was very shallow. I mean, it was like very close to the ocean. Then you, you got out a mile out, and it, it cleared up. You know, and went from that brown to green to blue, so it was all right. Mid channel, I would tell you, between here and Catalina, look for kelps. Okay, people yeah. have forgotten that. You know, that there's kelp. Yellow kelp are moving in on the kelps for sure. 61, 62 degree water. Go ahead and look at the kelp. I mean, you're going to go buy them anyway. Just go slow, meter them. Okay, even on a center console meter them the big boats are doing that now you guys have extra equipment that we don't have on a center console you know a side scan but um you can see them right so yeah. Yeah. all right so let's talk about these jigs you guys were talking about what do these jigs have to have we, we talked about the what did you say 250 300 by the way steve 170 is six ounces if i'm not right at six ounces, just shy I believe the the conversion is 5.9999997. So I would let's just call it six ounces, okay? So um, you said uh, a six-ounce jig and probably a 10-ounce jig, which is about a 400. Any colors? Uh, anything that really would stand <laughs> out? Well, not really because... One of the more popular jigs. <laughs> I was going to say it. I'll let you say uh, it. <laughs> is not a jig at all. It's a sinker with twenty dollars worth of hooks on it. Yeah, yeah. And so one uh, thing now, it's fun to be facetious, and part of it, of course, is is the tuna are down there. You know, they don't know what the stuff is. They're they're just feeding on little creatures that are down there. Some of them glow in the dark. Some of them are red, some of them are green, and some of them are very dark. And um, so a plain old sinker will certainly get the bite if you decide to opt for, uh, they call it an eddy bomb, uh, as uh, just sort of a, a joke and in a, in a, in a nod to the, to the uh, crew person who, who really popularized it. A lot of the sinkers that are on the market do not have the wire all the way through. Because they weren't designed to be lures, they were designed to be sinkers. So you need to make sure that you understand, if you're going to do that, you want to get one that's wired all the way through. And I noticed that at some of the landings, I was actually down there, I was looking at your boat yesterday, Rick, yesterday afternoon, Rick, as I picked up my fish, mm-hmm. and, and I, I, I moseyed into the landing offices and found that they did have sinkers with hooks on them, uh, rigged and ready to go to use as lures. Uh, guess what? They're the same price as the lures. So, yeah. <laughs> well, so, but yeah. I mean, it's the novelty of it. I mean, I, I, I'll i tell you quite honestly, and be careful, guys, because I saw this guy do it, and I just I shook my head. Um, somebody who doesn't, I'm kind of new to it, he heard knife jig, took a butter knife, and he, and he started attaching, drilled into the drill hole, started putting hooks. Oh, it'll work. You know, and, and that's a sad thing. It'll work, okay? Um, if you're going to use a knife jig, and I I mean, they use flat falls, but I think right now the depth, I'd go with a knife jig. You're going to get there faster. These fish, I don't know if it's color or what, but they see a movement. They see a shadow, and they're going to go at it. Maybe it's the hooks. Maybe they like the hooks. Maybe they like the shiny hooks, okay? So, um, 
I would just be ready. Um, the sinker, I, I've seen that done. Um, yeah, on, on that band. sinker rig too. If you're not sure if you have a, a wired through, like Steve's talking about, um, we've taken them and you can actually wire the top hook to the bottom hook. That way, if it does separate, it still uh, will not come. The bottom hook won't come detached. Okay, and um, you can find those at more of the specialty type. They'll they'll make them up for you. It's so important to have them rigged right. I mean, that should have a leader already clamped onto it. It should be ready to go. You make one knot uh, at the end of the leader and just make it go, okay? Yeah, Sergio, I, I did get a, a, a DM last night. Uh, somebody, as I was, you know, kind of describing the uh, the, the two different jig sizes that I, that I find popular, mm-hmm. was uh, he thought he could quickly change back and forth uh, based on uh, what the captain was seeing and... You really can't. I mean, it's like anything else. You've got a short window of opportunity. The captain will call out the depth, and uh, you need to get down there. And in many cases, the first lures down are the ones that the fish bite. All right, hold on to that Um, thought. I've got to take a a break. I can hear it. Turn up that song for me. This is my own Sergio tribute. We lost Tina Turner this week. So this is my little tribute to Tina. All right. She was an amazing woman. Um, Absolutely. All right. Now, it's weird. At Lake Elsinore, I saw her uh, her HBO special, The History of Her Life, and the biography was great. Anyway, we're going to take uh, the last break here. When we come back, I've got Tanner calling from the Helena. Uh, we'll talk to Tanner real quick, and then we'll, we'll close up the show. All right, folks. Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA, and rest in peace, Tina. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 Freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AME 30. What I love about this song, Rick, hardly anybody knows who the heck it is. His name is Ingley 
Oh, you mainstream. You, you knew who it was. Oh, I, know who it I love it. You're one of the few. All right, folks, you're on Angels Radio, AMA 30K LA. And I want to make very, very quick here. We're going to rapid fire. Let me go to Captain Tanner on the Helena um, sport fishing. And good morning, Tanner. Good morning, Sergio. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good. Sorry I missed the trip with uh, you and Ron uh, on Thursday. I guess it was excellent, excellent calico bass fishing. Yeah, I was going to let you know you missed out. We uh, had our first pretty good bass bite of the year. Rub uh, it in, rub it in. Like, yeah, it seems like they're starting to starting to get ready to be a little bit more active. They were biting the, the bigger live sardines, you know, five, six inches, but also biting really well on plastic, squid, pretty much whatever we threw at them. So it was a, it was a fun day, and that's what, we, uh, what we're going to be doing today as well. Oh, very good. Um, the Helena, um, how, how do how do people get on the Helena? Um, so getting on the Helena, we uh, we charter through Dana Wharf Sport Fishing. Um, if you want to call them, their uh, phone number is on their website and their Instagram at Fish Dana Wharf. You can call them, ask to book the Helena, and Manny in the office, he's really good. He'll get you all set up. Um, and let us know if you have any special requests, such as food, beers. We'll go get it all and have it all prepared for you on the boat. Yeah, see, this is it, it's a charter boat. It's ideal for 15 people, and you, it's out of Dana Wharf Sport Fishing. Ron, we have how many more trips left on the Helena? We actually have two. We have two trips. So if you can't charter the entire boat, you can come on one of our trips. Right. Um, you can call actually call Dana Wharf with 949-496-5794, mm-hmm. or you can call us at 714-969-9750. Or go to anglerchronicles.com, hit the AC uh, school tab, and... Mm-hmm. The, the whole thing comes down. You can come join us on one of our trips okay. and go fish with Tanner. Well, you know, Tanner, I, I, I'm going to interrupt you here for a minute, you know, and I was going to do this a little earlier, but uh, I want to say uh, you had a, we had a really good close friend of mine and a friend of Angler Chronicles pass away uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, Kurt Fergoso, and I know that you did the uh, uh, funeral at sea today. And just uh, Kurt, family, we're going to miss him. Yeah, rest in peace, dear friend. All right, so, okay, Tanner, listen, we're looking forward to seeing you real soon, and we'll put out the word. When you've got something, give us a buzz, let us know. And, um, you know, uh, folks, we've got two trips. Go check them out, uh, anglerchronicles.com. All right, Tanner? Perfect. Thank you very much. Uh, looking forward to our next trip. It'll be a fun yeah, one. Yeah. All Thank right, you. go slay them, brother. Thank you for I'll, a good time. Thanks for a good time, my friend. All right, rapid fire here. Uh, Bay of LA, we're leaving on... Uh, Paul, this one's for you. We're leaving on Sunday the 4th. <laughs> okay, we'll be gone till the 8th. That'll be a great trip. He just got back, so we'll, we'll find out at breakfast, um, you know, how to, go, how to go for him. But Bay of LA with Baja Fishing Convoys, uh, Orchid. Looking forward to being there. Big event happening this Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. I'll be posting some information reminders for you. Michael Sports Pub and Grill. What's the address, Ron? 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. At 6 p.m. this Tuesday, and Taco Tuesday. Minster, not minister. Right. You make sure you, you pronounce it right. And then uh, the some fun. We have a trip on uh, June 15th. Uh, that goes through you, or who, um, who? yeah, you know what? It is actually June fourteenth. You are correct. Oh, so it was June fourteenth, which means okay, no okay. problem. 
Um, that's when we get back, don't I? And it, but it's a Fisher's a men's trip as well, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, so I won't be able to go to that, but you will, it's okay? A, I'll be right. coming home with you, um, Rick, from Tuna Wars on that one. So, uh, But it's a Fisher's a men trip. Great way of uh, helping us raise some funds. Okay, I want to close it up here. We've got Rick, you're in studio. Uh, we were talking about the, the necessities of what to bring. Um, these days, I would say bring everything including the kitchen sink, okay? But there's things that you can do. And Steve Carson, back me up with this. You're more of the real guy here. With the invention of Spectra, you can always change your leader. So your 25-pound outfit could be the same one as your 40-pound outfit, okay? Just change your leader, okay? That's four feet of line, five feet of line, and you're good. And the reason I say four or five, that way when you make a cast, the knot doesn't get, I don't know how good you are in making small knots, but that way it clears the top uh, guide. Uh, what else would you say there, um, Rick? Any, I mean, that that makes sense. You covered it, it. yeah. Bring, bring all different sizes of fluorocarbon, you know, yeah. because you can you can change. That's it out. where the investment should go. Right. Hook sizes too. Uh, that too. Owner mooches have uh, circle hooks have kind of settled in for everything except the lightest gear. Um, you know, you want to have an assortment of sizes because you, you kind of have to ju- juxtapose between the size of the bait and the size of the fish and the pound test line and. And if you don't have, you know, kind of a broad selection, you could uh, be, you know, in the, uh, have the wrong size hook, which could cost you fish. So, so have, all right, let me ask Rick. Everything from four, from four to three zero, because you just never know. Okay, mutu or non mutu, and when mutu? What? <laughs> mutu J hook or or when mutu? It depends on the size of fish and the. That's and the um, bait. I, yeah. that's exactly what I wanted to get across. Yeah. I, I I'll use a J hook ring fly liners. I know people tell me why ring. Well, I, I like the movement. Okay, I, it, they work for me. Um, would you agree that eighty percent of fishing is confidence? Yes. You okay. Have a confi- con- so confidence you, in what, what you're fishing. At. I like the ring hooks. The ring well, hooks give the bait a, a lot of motion. And, right. And mutu, I like it when fish are going to be in the. 70, 80, when they start passing that threshold, yeah, put on a Mutu hook. Yes. Um, Mutu, guys, is an owner word for circle hook, okay? Why do we always say owner? Because we have seen plenty of the other brands, I don't want to say the names, straighten out, okay? Uh, if you have a problem with an owner, it's probably going to be a break. It's not going to be a bend, and that's just simply... It's just a heat uh, in the preparation, but it rarely happens. I haven't, you know, people say, oh, look, I straightened out a hook. And then, Steve, I, I look and they're using a super light hook. And I go, what do you expect? You're using a 100-pound spectra on one end, and, you know, you got a 130-pound fish, and, and you wonder wire. why a thin wire thin hook works, straightened yes. out. Gee, I don't know. Well, if you go fishing without a PFA, don't go. All right, go ahead. Tell them what a PFA is. You got that yeah, one from Steve. That from Steve. Steve, absolutely. tell them what PFA is. Positive fish attitude. Yeah, I have right. a couple other words for that fit that acronym, but we won't go there. And get fresh line. Go through your gear right now because you've got this opportunity. And yeah. so, up. what what other tip would you would torpedo you sinkers? You know, have a few weight different weights of torpedo sinkers because you know during the day if you're fishing bait and the fish are down. 
I remember down. when all, all I had to do to show up at San Diego was just bring a rod and reel line and a hook, and that was it. Now you got to have sinkers, you got to have jigs, you got to because of where the fish are. That big difference. Back in the day, it was yellowfin and albacore. They were on the surface. It was easy stuff. Here's the pretty thing. I mean, the only benefit of not having the albacore is the weather. Albacore weather really sucked. I mean, it was bad weather, okay? I remember holding on to the rail for my dear life while I'm trying to catch a fish. Uh, and, and Sergio, because you got people out there listening, um, and let me tell you, I want to correct everybody that, that thinks it was better in the old days. It was not. Sergio... Yeah. These are oh, the, the good, good old days, days. Oh, in California fishing. Listen, it's uh, never been this good. Never, ever, ever. A quality albacore is twenty-five pounds, maybe. <laughs> okay, I mean the biggest albacore I saw caught was on your boat yep. by Alex Lammy yep. on a spinning outfit. It was fifty-two pounds. That was a huge. Now you catch a fifty-two pound bluefin, and that's a small one. Yep. Okay, so uh, think about that. Uh, some people say they're tastier. I can't tell the difference. Um, but you know what? Uh, I think the albacore, it's the romance of the fish itself. Okay, but... I, I think an albacore, there, there's none better in a can. Than oh, ab absolutely. Okay. okay. Uh, I'll tell you what I don't miss about the albacore, the tangles. Okay, because when that fish come up the service, they, they open those wings and they start going around in circles and grabbing everybody that's near you. Bluefin, not so much. Okay, so um, it's just it's just a fun fun thing. Get geared up. 2023 is going to be a little bit different. I think we have a Super El Nino, Steve, coming. Well, that's always perfect to uh, talk about in the past tense. We'll see what happens when it happens. Oh, come on. You were announcing it and stuff like that. I was announcing that it was being announced. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. This time last year, we had a lot warmer water. And, does, and Steve, does, a, and, a, a, does a El Nino guarantee it's going to be good? No. no. Uh, definitely not. Have you ever seen a however, bad El Nino year? However, Sergio, Sergio, it's good right now. What are you doing there? Exactly. Exactly. No, but I mean, the potential of getting better is good. Now, to Ron's point... You know, uh, the the effects of the El Nino and water temperature, we will see after it's actually in, in exactly. route. Because right now, it, 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 there's no effects. I mean, it's forming, and the warm water is in the equator, but it's not here. It hasn't been pushed up yet. No. And it won't push up until probably September, October, November. Now, That's now what... Sergio, Sergio I, will, I will add on that El Nino uh, topic this week, uh, one in San Diego, I think it was on the Liberty, I can't remember, and then one in Ensenada, the first yellow fin of the season have been caught. Okay, that's a great sign, because I love catching yellowfin on the ocean, honestly. All right, we love, I love those south, uh, Trek South. Uh, before we go, website and phone number. OceanOdysseyFishing.com. Um, look at the schedule book right online, and if you want to talk to Dina, 619-889-4535. Yeah, and if you uh, mention when you call in that um, um, you know Ron Hobbs, uh, you'll get a, 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 a... You know what? Let's offer this. Let's offer this. If you mention Ron Hobbs, you get free sodas for the entire and trip. And coffee. Free coffee and coffee? Free coffee and soda. Coffee and soda the whole I'll, trip. Spring, for the whole I'll trip. spring for that. Okay. If you, know, if you say you know Ron Hobbs, how's that? Is that good? Yeah, that sounds fair. Are always Your meals are always included, right? 
Uh, yes. So that's a big plus, folks. Even with a day and a half, the meals are always included. And you actually have chefs on the boat. That's a big difference, too. Um, so it's not always hamburgers. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's some really good meals. Um, we've had some of the best food. Best pizzas. Oh, my God. The pizzas. <laughs> I mean, and made-to-order pizzas. I, I challenged the peanut butter. I challenged Dave, your da- your <laughs> cook, and I said, Dave. He goes, "What kind of pizza do you want?" I said, "How about peanut butter and chocolate?" I was I was thinking of a Reese's peanut butter cup at that point, and he goes, "Hmm." And he turns around, he calls me up, and I have a pizza with warm peanut butter and melting chocolate, and I go, uh, "No way." And I went ahead and tasted it, and it was the most fantastic thing I've ever tasted. <laughs> of course, they didn't put tomato sauce. It was the bread. and the, But it was amazing. Carson, you've got to make one of these trips with me there on the Ocean Odyssey. I, I love I, w- I was out with you last year. It was an awesome trip. It was a little frightening watching you eat some of that stuff. <laughs> but um, it was, I love the little snack buffets. Uh-huh. Those were to me. Those were. The, I don't eat that much on. I don't eat big meals on boats. But the little snack buffets were so cool. Yeah, they were. So uh, yeah. And, and by the time dinner comes around, ooh, but you eat it anyways. <laughs> so, no, I, so yeah, yeah. And, and Ron Sergio just reminded me of a of a very famous celebrity who did like to fish a little bit and ate strange stuff. His name was Elvis. Yeah, he liked to eat a lot. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be that'd be. Listen, I love having you guys. Okay, Rick, don't get lost. Let's get you back here soon. I know it's going to be really tough, but I can't wait to be on the boat with you in two weeks, folks. Have a great week and have a great Memorial Week. And remember, remember those who have fallen. This is what this one's all about. On behalf of the Angler Chronicles, we're out of here. We'll talk to you next week. And get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.